0: hey welcome everybody to church online man we're excited you joined with us um, as we worship jesus uh, today and i want to encourage you a few things our church is with you Uh, we're praying for you we're beside you and more importantly god is with you some days to hear this today Uh, we've been praying a dangerous prayer for you as a church uh, that we be courageous in our faith in this season because God is with us. Uh, some, of the, some of us this week may be a little crazy, but I believe is gonna be encouragement for you. Uh, I'm just praying you have a real encounter with Jesus today. For some of you join with us, maybe the first time watching, I wanna say thank you for being here. We're gonna do a few songs. Uh, we're gonna have a message of hope straight from the Bible. So I encourage you, man. Let's give Jesus some praise. Even though we're in a season, maybe a little pain, we're gonna li- lift our praise to Jesus. So give some hearts and let the world know how much we love Jesus in this season. Let's worship God together, come on
1: oh 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 you make the darkness run and hide you bring the broken back to life only you can. only you can. you set me free from every chain you fill my heart with songs of praise only you again. you're the only reason that I'm even breathing I am wide awake. My heart beats only for your glory. My hands reach up for you to hold me. My soul sings, Father, you are holy. My feet dance to rhythm, to rhythm. Every beat is calling. Every beat is calling at to oh You left the glory of your throne to bring this runaway back home Only you can, only you can You give me love, you give me life You keep me dancing through the night Your name, every beat is calling. Every beat is calling out Your name. Come on, let's sing, Jesus, Jesus. You're the only reason that I'm even breathing. I am wide awake. You know me. Your freedom is consuming. I feel it rushing through. beats uh. Uh. calling in that you
2: this week from Isaiah 43. It says, I'm the Lord, your holy one. I'm the Lord who opened a way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. I called forth the mighty army of Egypt with its chariots and horses. I drew them beneath the waves and they drowned, their lives snuffed out. But forget all of that. It is nothing compared to what I'm going to do, for I'm about to do something new. I've already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a way through the wilderness. I'll create rivers in the dry wasteland. Yes, I will make them so my chosen people can be refreshed. God, God is at work among us. He is doing something new. He's drawing us to himself. So get into a posture of prayer. Lift this up to him as we sing this morning that God is our way maker.
1: never stop working, you never stop you never
4: We come before you we just want to lift you up we know that you are a good god we know that you're a holy god we know that you've made a way there's so many of us right now in this online gathering just in the world today we just feel like we're lost we feel like there's no hope but we know that that is a lie from the enemy god just thank you for making that way for anybody and everybody here you don't discriminate you're open for everybody your offer of salvation and hope is for everybody god i just want to lift up somebody today that's joining with us maybe they're new maybe they haven't been in church for a long time And they were in a spot before this whole situation, before this virus came through, just life wasn't easy already. And this is just exacerbated the situation. God, I just pray a blessing on that person's life today, whatever they're dealing with, whether it's a marriage, whether it's an addiction, or maybe they just have fear right now in their heart. Maybe they have a loved one, a friend, a family member that is just struggling and sick right now, and they just don't know what's going to happen. They're in the hospital. They can't even Mm -hmm. visit them. God, I just pray that your peace comes into their life. God, I pray that there's a hope that surrounds them that they don't understand, they can't deny, and they know only can come from you. God, I pray for your presence right now. I pray for everybody just listening to the sound of my voice. And I pray that they know that the power of God is real in their lives today. And we lift this up in your holy name, amen. So I don't know wherever you guys are at today. Let's give God a shout of praise. Let's give him excitement, clap, cheer. We even know that God is a good God. He's a great God. And he is here for you today. So I just want to welcome you here. My name's Barry, and I'm just so glad that you're hanging out with us today in this online gathering. So I don't know if you're on a walk, listening in your car, maybe you're eating breakfast, but we are excited to have you here with us today. And I pray that God just encourages you and blesses you through this message and through this online gathering. If you happen to be new with us, I want you to know that we want you to feel at home we want to connect with you we want to help you in any way that we possibly can so we do this in a simple way called a digital communication card i want to invite you guys to fill that out today and you have two ways to do it the first one is to text uh, rl news to 97000 or in the comment section there's a link that pops up and you can fill that out and this is a safe card we won't have anybody that comes to your house or anything like that but we will have a team member that will connect with you over the phone and we're hoping that you feel right at home here at Real Life. Again, we are so excited for you to be here today. And this comes down to the core of who we are at Real Life. And I know I've grown up in church and I've been in a lot of different churches. In every church I've ever been in, we've prayed for revival. But I want you guys to know that we are not simply praying right now because we are know, we know that we are in the middle of revival. God is working today. And this is our opportunity just to make a huge difference. Because here at Real Life, our mission is this, is to see people far from God, discover their What? That's right, real life. You know what it is. Find the real life and purpose in Jesus. And so that is so exciting that God is going to make an opportunity where everybody else sees pain and suffering. So I want you guys to pray with me one more time before Pastor Sean comes up to bring an encouraging word and just to know that God is here and real today. God, again, we come before you and I just pray that your presence is just undeniable, that there's a power that comes into people's lives No matter if they feel broken or if they're on the mountaintop today we know that you are in their lives and that you have something great for them i want to pray just for every situation that abounds whether there's uh, our frontline health workers and the struggles they're going with or the first responders and god i just want to lift up every other online gathering today maybe it's south haven or rockbrook or church of the four corners or abundant life god i know that you are working through these churches as well because this isn't about us as an individual churches. This is about your kingdom. And God, we are so thankful that you've given us an opportunity to serve you and to serve our communities, just how you've called us to love and show God's love where we are at. So again, thank you, God, for who you are, for what you've done. We give you all the honor and praise, and we lift these things up in your name. Amen. So cool, guys. Man, we are excited for you here today. This is your opportunity. I want you guys to find somebody that is in the comment section. Just give them a high five virtually. Give them some likes, give them some hearts. Just here's your time. Just say, hey, Mike, how you doing? Ryan, I know you guys are all out there. This is so
0: exciting. Just hang out and just uh, tell them how much you care about them and love them. Give them some love, come on. Find somebody up there a couple lines up and say, I love you, you haven't seen him in a long time. Give some likes, give some hearts. Come on, let everybody know. Let the world know we love each other. Uh, It's a crazy season, but man, it's a chance to get connected. Hey, while you're doing that, I want to just take uh, a couple minutes and share with you uh, what is going to happen next Sunday for Easter. Uh, Man, what a crazy way to celebrate Easter. Maybe the craziest way besides the first Sunday. Come on. Uh, We're going to celebrate Easter around the world online. And uh, I'm telling you what, man, you've seen the last few weeks where um, internet does all this weird stuff and kind of lags out. We keep joking around here that Jesus has broke the air net. I'm telling you Easter Sunday is gonna be the day uh, that is gonna break the air I'm telling you, so many people logging on, looking for Jesus, you guys are delivering hope. Next Sunday, we're gonna be on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Uh, Church online at live.reallifechurchkc.com. We're gonna be here at ten o'clock live in the morning. Celebrate what God is doing, and uh, we're gonna do something special that night. We're gonna come back uh, live at five o'clock, and we're gonna have an extended time of worship. uh, Time just to kind of gather around the table, living room with your family, and we're gonna take communion together at that time as well. And so I believe God's do something incredible this Sunday. Uh, Can I tell you something? We celebrate a God that's not in the tomb. He is resurrected. The hope has a name. His name is Jesus, and one of the things that you can do—the uh, biggest way to help us lead into Easter—is by sharing our Easter stuff on Facebook, online, on social media. Uh, this is a digital invitation. In this season, you can be an evangelist and a missionary, uh, just like an influencer for the cause of Christ, by simply sharing the posts that come out this week. Even sharing this gathering, uh, putting comments, liking, hearting. Uh, one of the coolest things you can do is you can like our YouTube channel. It would help us in, a, in an incredible way for us to get our own little URL, a custom URL. And if you can like that, we're short by 30 people. So I'm to say, 30 people, let's go. Like that right now. Uh, But I'm telling you, you can make a difference just by sharing this stuff uh, because the world is looking for hope. We have hope. So in this last uh, little few weeks, we've been talking about the presence of God in different uh, different different places. And so last week, we talked about God in the valley and how we get to know and enjoy God on the mountaintop, but we experience him intimately in the valley. A couple weeks ago, we talked about God in the wilderness and why God whispers because he's close. I'm not going to miss the blessing this season. And today, we're going to talk about where is God in the storm. And so, uh, if you don't know this, I had to research this. Uh, we used to name storms in the United States up till 1954 by the place they actually hit in the world in the United States. And after that, they started naming them. All these U.S. Uh, meteorologists are named after girlfriends uh, and their wives, which Obviously, must be a pretty rough relationship. And uh, as you can tell, I do nothing all week. I just kind of research random storms. Uh, but isn't that kind of crazy that you'd actually named it after after your after your spouse or girlfriend? Like you see this Category Five hurricane ready to hit the shore. You're like, man, this reminds me so much of my love for you, baby. I mean, I see this storm tearing apart and billions of dollars in damage and, and people getting hurt. Man, this reminds me so much of you. now I could have named a star after you, but I named a storm, baby, Hurricane Diane. That's my uh, that's my wife, by the way. Um, and no, I didn't name a storm after Uh, but if it's a really bad storm they'll actually just retire that name and so uh, enough of the history lesson I'm just telling you we know the storm we're in today it has a name it's not the same type of storm uh, but the coronavirus the COVID-19 is a storm that we're in today and for some of us it's driven us into a place of financial hardship I know we're all looking at all the different loans different stuff that's coming out for our businesses some of us are are driven into a storm of depression some of us are driven a storm of relationships that are falling apart you're you're at ends with each other you're locked indoors through. entire family uh, for this month. Uh, So what do you do in the middle of the storm? What do you do in this season? And for some of us, and this is natural, man, we begin to doubt God, if he even exists. Uh, we begin to, to blame God. Like, if God, if you're in charge, why is this happening? If you were strong enough, man, why, why, why is this here? Um, why would you allow this to happen? And in this season, uh, we can really have discouragement. I want to give you a key thought this morning. It's this, never doubt the presence of God when you're in a storm. Never let the presence of a storm cause you to doubt the presence of God. Never let the presence of a storm cause you to doubt the presence of of God. God is with you in this storm. He is next to you in this storm. Why don't you check out a scripture. It's found in Acts chapter 27. These men uh, were traveling um, over the seas. Paul's on the boat and this storm is just wrecking the pieces. They actually try to wrap ropes around the boat to hold it together. Uh, the winds are billowing. These men think they're going to die. Literally, they've tossed over all the cargo trying to keep the ship afloat. And this is what it says in Acts 27 20. It says, when neither sun nor stars appeared for many days, the storm continued raging. I wonder how many you can say that today. I mean, you haven't seen the stars stars out I and mean, the storm is raging on your life you're just uncertain of the future and the men said this these are the, these are actually grown fishermen people on the sea they said we finally gave up all hope of being saved Man, that phrase sticks out to me so much in this season. Man, there's people who are giving up hope in this season. Maybe you feel like there's not a way out, that this season is not going to end. Maybe you feel like your marriage is on the rocks with all the tension at home and the finances are falling apart. Maybe you think you're destined to get this virus. Maybe you're wondering if your business has vitality and it's going to make it through this season. The Bible says the storm is raging. And Paul goes on to say this in verse 21. He said, after they'd gone a long time without food, Paul, this is the apostle Paul stood up before them and said, men, you should, you should have. Taken my advice not to sail to Crete, then you have spread yourselves. You would not. You have spared yourselves this damage and loss. Man, Paul couldn't help himself. As spiritual as he was, he said this. I told you so, man. I knew this was going to happen. If you would listen to me, we wouldn't be in this situation, man. How many of you today would say there's somebody in your life that's caused you to be into, that's pushed you into a storm? Uh, Be careful. You might be sitting next to him on the couch. Come on. You're going to elbow somebody. might put you in a little bit of storm. But we know we're all in the storm together as the church, as the world going through this COVID crisis. And for some of you guys, it looked like your job was lost or you're laid off for a season. Uh, For some of you guys, you missed out on the end of your season at at school, Uh, graduation, graduation parties, proms. Uh, You've been walking through this season wondering what's going to happen next. Obviously, we're all locked in our house. You've seen the Walmart aisles. Some of you guys have gone crazy and stolen all the toilet paper and flour. I don't know what's going on. Paper mache. I have no idea what's going to happen here. But I'm telling you, as things get locked down tighter and tighter, man, it's easy to give up hope in this season. And I want to encourage you with this. Never let the presence of a storm cause you to doubt the presence of God. It says in Acts 27, 22, it says this, But now I urge you to keep up your courage. Come on, somebody. This is a good word this morning. Somebody that to hear this. Keep up your courage, man. Keep the faith. I know the ship is going down, but you're not going to go down with the ship. It says, because not one of you will be lost. Only the ship will be destroyed. It said, last night, an angel, an angel stood beside me to whom I belong. And he said this, of whom I serve, I stood with, man, somebody start over on that. It said, last night, an angel of the God to whom I belong and whom I serve stood beside me. Man, think about Paul saying that. I mean, what a cocky statement. Last night in the middle of this storm, when the economy was crashing and the world's falling apart around me, the waves are billowing. Man, there's an angel that stood beside me in this moment. Man, can I encourage you this morning in your living room next to you in this moment, there are angels around you. You have no idea how the presence of God looks in your life at any given moment. Some of you guys have a big angel around you. I mean, the presence of God is even more than the angel he sent, his Holy Spirit who is with you. The Bible says the Spirit of God goes before you. It prays for you. It knows every need you have In your life, Paul says, Your comforter, this this is your right hand, that God is with you in this storm together. Can I encourage you today to put your trust in Jesus? He hears your prayers, He's comforting you, He's directing your steps. Man, there's no social distancing with the Holy Spirit, He resides inside of you. And Paul said, There's an angel next to me in this storm. I'm telling you, never let the presence of storm cause you to doubt the presence of God in your life. Now, I've got a bonus verse if you want it. Come on and tell me you want a bonus verse out there. Just give me some love. We'll give you a bonus verse, which is actually going turn in like 30 more minutes. But there's gonna be a bonus verse for you. Uh, this isn't a part of the Shipwreck story we're talking about, but it, it's found in 2 Timothy. This is Paul. He's talking to Timothy about a situation in his life. He said this, everyone deserved me. No one stood with me in this season, but check it out, verse 17. It says, but the Lord stood at my side and gave me strength. Man, I believe in this season, this is the most valuable lesson that we're going to learn is that God is with us. He's staying beside us. He has given us strength. Man, our, our faith, the roots of our faith are going to grow deep in this in this storm. And maybe for the first time in your life, you're going to have to eat out of the hand of God. you to have to trust Him for tomorrow. You're going to trust Him for your finances. You're going to trust Him for your health and for your family. I love what David goes on to say in the Old Testament, uh, Psalm 16:8. He says, "I know the Lord is always with me. Men I'll not be shaken for he is right Beside me. Man, David wasn't going to be shaking because God was with him. I'll tell you something. It changes you when you know God is beside you. All of a sudden you're standing a little taller. Man, your your shoulders are back. Your chin is up. Man, your confidence is there. Man, your disposition changes. Your attitude changes. Man, a few years ago, I was driving uh, to an appointment early in the morning at Starbucks. I came cruising down Cambridge like way too fast over in Belton. I had to be going at least 50. Um, don't tell any of the Belton PD. And uh, I didn't think there was any police there. And sure enough, I come cruising by and uh, there was a police uh, um, cruiser sitting in a cornfield. Come on, this is Belton, right? It's in a cornfield. I'm like, oh, I'm getting lit up. Sure enough, I get lit up. I pull over. I, I'm waiting for the executioner. You know what I'm saying? like, I knew I, the book is getting thrown at me. I'm waiting for the ticket. I'm just hoping they'll say, sir, Please step out of the car and so I'm just waiting windows down and the cop comes up and, and she says can I see your license registration I'm like wait man I know this voice and so I look out and I'm like hey Mary this is one of our off the off-duty Belton police officers at real life that rotates through and she looks at me and she goes man pastor Petrie what are you doing speeding on my road I'm like I'm so sorry like you could write me the ticket I know for sure I was speeding so and she says you know what you're the first person I pulled over today. and I always show a little bit of grace in the Morning. I'll let you off. I know you're not hard and criminal, but you're always gonna have a story to tell. I'm going to tell you something. When I was in that seat, man. I was nervous. I had no confidence, but as soon as I knew who was standing beside me, I'll tell you what, man, my shoulders got up, man. I was like, wow, I might make it have this alive, you know? And so all of a sudden I was different. I'm going to tell you something in the middle of your storm, man, knowing that God is with you is going to give you so much more confidence and strength. I mean, some of us are so negative in this season and we're, and we're so tough and we don't know the future, but man, knowing God is with you, he's holding your hand. He's going to give you strength in this moment. Can I encourage you that God is in the middle of this? Man, it's all about who's in the boat with you. There's another storm that happens in the New Testament. Uh, it's in the Gospel of Matthew and the Gospel of Mark. Man, these disciples—they're on top of the boat. The water's crashing. They're bailing out water like crazy, and they're all afraid that they're going to die. And so they're rowing, trying to get to shore. And Jesus—you know what he's doing? He's relaxing. He's down at the bottom of the boat sleeping. I just want to know, seriously, where I can order the pillow that Jesus was sleeping on on Amazon right now in this storm? Because that must be a really nice pillow. And so the disciples—man—they run down there. They wake Jesus up, and Jesus—he looks at them and says, "Oh ye." Of little faith, peace be still. And the wind and the wave all stopped, and there's a calm, and there's a peace of fallen disciples that they were saved. Man, what was Jesus teaching these disciples in this moment? And simply, this is that real peace is not found in the absent absence of a storm, it's found in the presence of God. Man, real peace isn't found in the absence of a storm, it's found in the presence of of God. I mean, if you think you're following Jesus and your life is not going to have problems, you, you you're you have bad theology to think that you're going to have the life that is carefree. The Bible actually says in John 16:33, it says, in this world you'll have trouble. I mean, this is a promise of God. This isn't one of those great encouraging moments, but it's a promise of God there's going to be trouble. But the next part of the verse says this, but take heart for I have overcome the world. I'm telling you, we serve a risen, resurrected Savior who's overcome the world. He's not surprised by what's going on. He can make the winds calm. He can delete the coronavirus. He's in charge of everything that's happening around us. And so it's not trying to avoid the storm, but we're with Jesus. Jesus is in the boat with us. I love what it goes back to Acts 27 23. Man, Paul says this. He said, last night an angel of God to whom I belong and whom I serve stood beside me and said do not be afraid. I know some of you guys, you got to get a tattoo of this. This is going to be your tattoo this season. Do not be afraid. I mean, there's so much uncertainty, but fear not, Paul. You must stand trial before Caesar and God has graciously given you the lives of all who sell with you. I mean, in other words, God is telling Paul, you're going to make it through this storm because you got another battle to fight. I'm not done with you yet. Somebody needs to hear this today. Man, God is not done with you. God has a purpose for you. There's another battle to fight. He's not done using you. Man, there's people who need the hope of Jesus. There's lives that have to be changed. There's people that we gotta serve. mean, there's hope that has to be delivered. God has you here. I know the boat is going down, but you're not gonna go down with the boat in this season. Come on, somebody. In fact, I believe in this season, the lessons you learn, God is gonna use to help bless somebody in the next season. You're going to walk through this, and your faith is going to get deeper. Man, your hope is going to be stronger. Man, your attitude is going to be different. This is a season of stretching, a season of development, a, a season of, of growth. And you're going to walk out of this, in months and years to come, somebody's going to say, "Man, I'm struggling." You're like, no, no, no. Wait, hold on a second. I've been through a storm named Corona. I've walked through the valley. I've been in the wilderness. Let me tell you something, man. My family we were locked tight for two months. My job got cut. Man, we didn't know we make it financially, but God saw us through His presence. Was with me. Some of you guys are going to tell the story that, man, I didn't actually graduate high school. <laughs> I didn't have to walk across the stage. I didn't just mail my diploma. Like, I made it through the season. All my friends left. And, man, I missed this time period with my friends, but God was there in the middle of it. I'm going to tell you, this is a young church planner who's going to come to me in two years. And they say, Sean, I don't know if I can make it. I'm like, whoa, bro. Man, our church was shut down for months. We met online and God used it. He drew people to himself. I'm telling you something, the presence of God is in this moment. I mean, you're talking about being overwhelmed with your family. Your kids are going crazy. I'm telling you, you're like, I was locked down for two months with my crazy kids and we made it through this season. I mean, some of you are gonna just just look back and say, you know what? I would never wish this season on anybody else in the world. But you know what? I wouldn't change it for anything. I walked through there and I was changed from the inside out. God used it to strengthen my faith. He drew me to him. Man, there's a purpose in the pain. We can lift some praise in this moment for God. He's gonna use you. Man, seek him in the storm. God is gonna develop you in this moment. Go back to verse 25. This is what this is what Paul says. So keep up your courage, man. Man, keep your faith, ladies. Man, keep your faith in God. For I have what? Man, I have faith in God that it'll happen just as he told me. Man, Paul's focus wasn't on the storm, it wasn't on the boat, it wasn't on other people. Man, his faith was in God. I'm telling him to start preaching hard. You gotta start, you gotta start shouting down on, on this social media piece. You gotta start throwing some hearts. I'm telling you, listen to this verse again. Keep up your courage, man, for I had faith in God, for I have faith that it will happen just as He told me, man, here's the bottom line, that his faith wasn't found in what he could see. His faith was found in what God said. Man, so often we can look at the world, we can look at the economy, maybe we can look at the waves and the storm. But I'm telling you something, Paul's faith wasn't in these things. It was in the creator of the waves. Our faith isn't in the boat. Our faith is in the creator who spoke the wood and grew the seed to produce the wood of the boat. Our faith is in God. He's in charge of everything. He's in charge of this season. He'll deliver us. He'll help us. He's here in this time of need. Man, the bottom line is you can't control when the storm comes in. Man, not, we, nobody really saw this coming. We can't control how long it lasts, but we can control where we put our faith. We can't control our disposition. We can't control to believe what God says about us in this season. It says this in Psalm 46, one, it says, God is our shelter. He is our hiding place. He is our safety. It says, he's our shelter and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. Why? Because he is with us. It says this, so we will not be afraid. I told you there's a tattoo coming out of this. We will not be afraid, although there's no tattoo parlors open. So if you come out with one, I'm gonna have a story to tell, I think. But so we'll not be afraid, even if the earth is shaken and the mountains fall in the ocean deep, even if the seas roar, even if the hills are shaken by violence, man, I will not be afraid in this season, man. Even if the worst happens to you in this season, man, e- even if you're locked at home with the kids, even if you lose money, even if your retirement is falling apart, even if you get the coronavirus, even if things don't work out the way you want them to work out, even if the worst case happens, man, I will not be afraid. I will not be shaken. I have hope in this season because God is all I need. God is my sustainer. He's going to walk me through this season. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He is the the bread of life. He is the hope of all nations. Man, He is the gate. He is the way. He is with me. He's beside me. He has me through this moment. Can I encourage you that your peace is found not in the storm. It's found in the presence of God. Peace is not found in the absence of the storm. It's found in the presence of Jesus this morning. I'm going to tell you in this season, I hope you look back and say, you know what? God gave me courageous faith. He gave me faith to share his name boldly online. He gave me faith. When my finances looked weird. He gave me faith when my family was going crazy. My house was a mess. He gave me faith. He was going to take me to the next step. He gave me faith even though I didn't have any toilet paper at home. He gave me faith all throughout this season. It was a growth season. I'm praying for you today that you have courageous faith because God is with you today. Father, come before you. God, we pray for those that are in the storm. God, we pray that you'd use this season to deepen our faith or go closer to you. Man, as we're praying, some of you are going to say, you know what, Sean, I'm in the middle of the storm. You know what, I've lost a little faith, but today I want to have courageous faith. I felt like I was giving up on God, but today I want to go all in on God. If that's you, I want to pray for you right now. Father, come before these people, God. Let them know your presence is with them, that the ship may be sinking, but guess what? We are not going to drown. God, we're going to be in your presence. We're going to be connected to you, we're gonna be right by your side. God, just draw close to us. We draw close to you. God, help us. To know, God, we're going to make it through this together, that we're here with one another. We're going to lock arms together as brothers and sisters in Christ, but more importantly, your spirit is within me. I'm not going to be discouraged. I'm not going to be negative. I'm, I'm not going to see the worst. I'm going to see the best. I'm going to serve somebody. Man, I'm going to reach out my hands and be the hands and feet of Jesus in this season. God, give us courageous faith, God, that no nobody around us, God, would perish, that we're in this together. We're going to care for people. God, we're going to love on people like the church is called to love on people, that we're all care pastors in this moment. God, you've called us to stand up and be courageous in our faith to grow. God, I pray that people see our faith, to see the way we love each other, and they're drawn to your love and, and know you on the cross. And, and if you're here today and you're saying, you know, I don't know for sure. I know the peace of Jesus. Man, I'm in this storm, but I don't I don't know about the presence of God. Can I encourage you that God's presence is made known? He sent his son, Jesus, to come and die on the cross for our sins. 2,000 years ago, our sins were nailed to the cross, past, present, and future. The Bible says that God will never leave us or forsake us. He is here for you in this moment. You can call on him in this moment. The Bible says anyone who calls on his name will be saved, and he'll rescue you from your sins. So I want to encourage you today, if you don't know Jesus, you don't know the presence of God, his arms are open wide. The Bible says your sins are separated as far as the East is from the West. And today you can have real life and purpose in Jesus by calling his name. I'm going to tell you this morning, the only thing that's separating you from Jesus is your sin. But the good news is that Jesus died on a cross from your sin. He defeated death, hell, and the grave for you. We're going to celebrate big next week because that's what Easter is all about. And so this morning, if you say, you know what, I need Jesus, I want to say yes to him, yes to forgiveness, yes to new life. I want his presence in my life today. I want to encourage you, man, to click on this button that's on your screen, man, to reply to us and let us know. But pray this prayer and ask God to to commit your life to him and change you from the inside out. Father, come before you. God, pray for new life in Christ. God, thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. God, make me new from the inside out. I want your presence. God, I know the storm has just got me all wrapped up and all these things around me, but God, I'm going to focus on you today. Know you sent your son Jesus to die for me. God, I pray you forgive my sin. God, give me new life. I want to follow you and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. If you commit your life to Christ, let us know. There's a link. Uh, Click the button. We'd love to help you in next steps with Jesus. Come on, give it up for those who accepted Christ. Let's show some love. Come on, give some love. You can do it.
2: Like Sean said, if that's you, congratulations. This is not the end of a journey, but it is the beginning of an incredible journey walking with Jesus. If you didn't catch that link there, you can actually text RLNEXT to 97000, get you connected to some resources to start that journey with Jesus, and it is an incredible way to get started. You know, the best way that you can stay encouraged and connected in this season is to join a life group. 100% of our life groups are online, and this season is your time to rise up, to lock arms, to pull together. And Stay connected with what God has for you. And I just want to share some stories of connection. I reached out to some of our life group leaders this week and said, Hey, what's God doing in your group? And I just want to share a few of those stories. The first one was our trivia night group, and they shared one of the group members just reached out and said, You know what? It's just been incredible that in this season I have somebody to talk through my struggles with, not just the people in my house, but these financial hardships and things, they're tough. And it's been such a blessing to have somebody else to sit face to face and talk with. Um, Our parenting group had a great story. They shared that, you know, after their group is down at the very end they all get all of their kids on there together so they can see each other connect face to face still because man they miss getting together every week just as much as we do and so they have a fun time just getting all the kids together our reaching out group actually noticed that a lot of their members were struggling with isolation and feeling separate and not getting to get together and serve they said you know we're going to do even more every morning at 7 30 we're going to get together on facebook chat we're going to pray for each other we're going to be there we're going to connect and they've just found so much peace and joy in that connection and then lastly our empty nesters group that just got started back up. Um, They shared a story of their friends with actually some leaders in the city of Belton and they've been close friends for a long time inviting them out, but they're really kind of closed because of their position. And just recently they said, you know what, we're going to try this out. This season of isolation has really, you know, given them a need to draw closer to more people. Got connected with their group this week, had an incredible time. And so it's just really cool to see how God is using this time of isolation to draw people to himself and then to draw us closer to each other so we can be a united front. So let me encourage you again. Get connected to a group. It's going to change your life and we're going to see God move in huge ways because of it.
0: Yeah, it's encouraging what people are doing. Getting connected in life group is your main next step. If you're not a life group, I encourage you to be there. Man, lock in arms. May I love that picture. Come on, we we live in the same house, so we can touch each other. We're not, we're not. We there's no there's no social distancing <laughs> here. Come on, I'll tell you we can lock arms together. Um, this is where this is where God is going to grow you in this season. Do not be isolated. I know some of you guys even told me I was calling through people uh, that you looked at the list last week. You're like, man, I know should sign up, but you're like, ah, I don't know. Man, do it this week. Uh, we're encouraging. We want every person on our dream team, every. Person attends our church and even people who don't come to our church to jump into life groups You want 150 percent attendance on these life groups and so we're going to run them every single week at two or three life groups a day this is how you stay connected this is your next step i would encourage you first of all say thank you for your generosity i've had so many reach out to us and say man how can i make a difference here in real life uh, you guys are so generous and uh, I've been calling through and you guys just open your hands, open your pocketbooks. And I want to say thank you guys that are so faithful in, in your giving. And I'll encourage you. Um, we just opened up a, a fund. It's called COVID-19 uh, Relief and Restoration Fund. If you feel like God's calling you to give and uh, to make a difference through this, all the money you give to this is really just being passed through the church to other organizations and the people in need that are directly affected by this. Uh, we've had people that have virus. We have people that are hurt by it. People that are that actually need uh, some so financial. For food, uh, there's just all these different things are happening. We're, we're funding ministries in town, and so if you feel like me, I don't know where to give, man, give to us. We'll pass it through to other people. I know a lot of you guys have asked me that, and I appreciate you guys' generosity. Uh, God's just doing so much around here. Been been thankful for you guys' generosity, but we've been able to give to other people, uh, deliver meals, uh, care for people, help people financially. One of the cool things that we're doing it's uh, launching uh, this next week. So this is the first time you may hear about it. Uh, we're doing these uh, Get Hope Give Hope boxes. And so what's really awesome about this, uh, we get to basically, we have 500 of these and we're asking each of you that are watching this uh, to follow the link, uh, say you want a box. Uh, we're gonna try to give each family five boxes. You're gonna fill it with, uh, with, with uh, toiletries, and uh, pre-packaged food, uh, whatever you think can be a blessing to your neighbors. Put a note of encouragement, let them know you're praying for them, you're here for them. Uh, Just wrap it up, like put it in the box and then basically just drop it on their their porch and just ding dong ditch, just get out of there, you know? And so um, what's really cool about it is they're gonna get that blessing uh, on here. It tells them a a number to call, uh, text this for hope. We got a website um, and we got people man this to to really help them and meet their need if they wanna reach out. And also we encourage them to fill it back up and guess what, go to the next neighbor and give hope to them. So we have 500 of these. Uh, We're going to give them out uh, this next Saturday. So if you want a box, um, Make sure you let us know. There's a link on there. We'll send it out on the on the um, on on the comments. Uh, if you want to help deliver boxes, let us know as well. There'll be another link for that. And we're going to help get these out. I mean, this is a great way to spread hope across the community. This is something that we just did. This is a prototype. So if you see the tape on there, that's not real. Okay. So we got we got, we're going to upgrade that. But I'm just telling you, God is doing incredible stuff. So I'll invite you to be generous as God leads in this season. And so there's three ways to give. You can go to reallifechurchkc.com. Uh, if you're on Church Online, there's a give button up top. You can text. Any amount to 84321 or it can go the old-fashioned snail mail all this money is going to make a difference in this season thank you so much for your generosity if you if you want to be uh, more generous uh, i would encourage you man just talk to me we have a lot of other ways to connect Uh, let's pray father god thank you so much for what you're doing god thank you for our church and their faithfulness god you're just showing yourself uh, just more faithful in the season than ever god we believe uh, that you are going to do more in us than through us in this season but god we're courageous our faith we're innovators god we're going to change our circumstances around us to what they can be so we're dreaming big for our city we want to see people's lives change their faith change we want to see people uh rescued uh, we want to see relief happen in our community we're gonna partner with other people and so god thank you for what you can do god bless this time guys we continue to worship you god we lift your name big in this city come on let's give our best to jesus come on lift it up lift some praise to him as we sing this last song come on everybody
4: Hey, what an awesome time in God's presence. Thank you, Pastor Sean, for that encouraging word. I loved what he said, there's a purpose in the pain. And I know we're all find ourselves affected differently, different problems from this situation, from this crisis, from the COVID. But I want you guys to know, even though none of us would have picked this, that God is gonna use it when we rely on Him. And He's gonna allow us to be part of His story. And we're gonna look back, because this is just a season we're gonna look back and say, this was the time where we just made a U-turn and we did something great for God because he allowed us to do it. So I don't know where you find yourselves at today. Maybe you need prayer. Maybe you're struggling with something. Maybe you need physical resources. Maybe you just need some hope. Here's your opportunity. You don't have to go through this on your own. We wanna partner with you. So I wanna invite you to text RL Hope to 97000 and allow us to partner with you and help bring hope into your lives that way you can follow along and do the same thing for somebody else. We're so excited to partner with you. Remember this, whoever finds Jesus discovers real life and purpose.
0: This is the end of this podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss another inspirational podcast. For more great content and updates, visit reallifechurchkc.com.